Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Nehmeduhu ve nesta'inuhu ve nestağfiruhu ve nu'minu bihi ve netevekkelu aleyh. Ve ne'udu billahi min şurur enfusina min seyyiyyati amalina. Men yehdihillahu fela mudullalah ve men yudlil felen tecidelahu veleyhi murşida. Elhamdülillah. Elhamdülillah illezi enzel ala abdihil kitabe ve lem yec'al lehu uveca. Elhamdülillah. Elhamdülillah illezi yenfidül bahri qabla en yenfid kelimatehu ve lev ce'nu bimislül bahri medede. Elhamdülillah, elhamdülillah illezî lâ nuşrik bi'ibâdetihî ahada. Elhamdülillah, elhamdülillah illezî lâ nuhsî senâ'ehu ebedâ. Elhamdülillah, elhamdülillah illezî ba'asa lana rasûlehu beşîrin ve nezîrâ. Ve hâdiyen lâ nuridu gayril habîbil Mustafa sallallahu aleyhi ve sellem ebedâlâ. Neşhedü en lâ ilâhe illallah, ilâhen ahadan vâhida. Ve neşhedü enne Muhammeden abduhu ve rasûluhu ve fâkıduka ya Muhammeda. Emmâ ba'd, fe'inne azlıkıl hadîs kitâbullâhu azze ve cel. وخير الهدي هدي رسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا يقول الله عز وجل بعد أن أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم فأين تذهبون صدق الله العظيم All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the merciful Lord who reigns with love from on high All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the precious beloved whose love we cannot possibly deny All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the merciful Lord who hears every gasp and knows every cry. All praises due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the noble liege who does not deceive and cannot lie. Nothing else is worthy of worship but He, the one God, whom we should never belie. And all peace and blessings be upon His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whom we love and in whom God's eternal love resides. The Qur'an has many rhetorical phrases, rhetorical questions that are truly profound. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, uh, in Surah Al-Takweer, فَأَيْنَ تَذْهَبُونَ Where are you going? Where will you go? Um, and I wanted to reflect on the fact of the Qibla. We were talking about Umrah. And in the, for most, it's interesting, subhanAllah. Uh, and before we begin, I do want to just remember our sisters and our brothers in the Holy Land, uh, in Sudan, in Syria, in Bangladesh, in China, uh, in India, uh, in many, many places around the world where uh, they are facing persecution. May Allah feed them as He has fed us. May Allah help them as He has helped us. Keep them warm as He has kept us warm. And uh, take away the horror from above and the horror from below. Allahumma rabbana ameen. Um, the Qibla. For most of the Prophet's message, uh, ministry, والسلام, in Mecca and Medina, so for the most of his life, he prayed in the direction of Jerusalem. And it was only after he migrated to Medina وسلم, where Allah revealed We see your turning of your face in the sky. We will turn you toward the direction of prayer that you write. Right? And, and I just wanted to think about the point of a Qibla. Um, the Qibla is not just an Islamic thing. It is, it is an Abrahamic faith thing where if you notice churches, traditionally churches, when they are built, they were built in the shape of a cross facing Jerusalem. If you notice how, and I'm not sure if they do it now, but in traditionally churches, they build the building in the shape of a cross in the direction of Jerusalem. Um, and... And, and, but then, like, like why, 
Why have a qibla? I mean, Allah Azza wa Jal says in the Quran, He says, Wherever you turn your face is the face of God. I mean, Allah is everywhere. I mean, we know that. I'm not talking a pantheist belief. No, Allah is Allah and He, and he, he is distinct from us. He's not like in everything and everywhere. And still, Allah is everywhere. I mean, what is the point of having a qibla where I have to face this particular direction to pray? But it's not just Islam. It's Christianity. It's Judaism. There, I mean, I, I was in a, an airport lounge and I saw an Orthodox Jewish American and he's facing a particular direction praying, probably facing towards Jerusalem. Um, the Dome of the Rock. That's where they believe the Holy of Holies is. Um, and but Allah doesn't. There's Allah's not even confined to time and space, but but there's still Allah wants us to have a a qibla, a direction of prayer, right? And why is that? Because of the need of focus. There is there is a there is an organization. There is a thought. There is a way, and focus. It gives you focus that no matter where you are in the world, what you're doing, you're going here and there. Our practice is doing this. Our work is doing that. We still stop, and we face a particular direction, and we and we we focus. We 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 leave the the life of this world and enter into the divine presence in a particular direction. And this direction now is the temple of Abraham, alayhi salam. Um, the 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 original qibla, the original direction of prayer, was the temple of Solomon, alayhi salam. Right. We so. In our tradition, we face the Temple of Solomon first, then God changed the, the direction to face the Temple of Abraham, the one that Abraham built for the worship of the one God. Because we human beings, it is so easy as a human being to get lost, to get to have no direction. And we know, we've talked about, so many people struggle with purpose. What's the purpose of life? What am I doing here? What am I... And the, and the things that waste our time, like excessive use of social media, just adds to that. What are you doing? What are you, what are you two, two or three hours? You can, without even knowing it, you can scroll through two or three hours of lahu. Like, وَإِذَا مَرُّوا عَلَى اللَّغْوِ لَغْوِ not لَغْوِ لَغْوِ مَرُّوا كِرَامَ ذِيَعِبَادُ الرَّحْمَانِ And we'll start a khutbah series about that, those string of verses at the end of Surah Al-Furqan. The servants of the most compassionate, right? And one of the description, when they go about idle talk, they pass with dignity, right? And it's so easy for the human being to get lost, to get rudderless, to just, where, what are you doing? Where Allah, through our ritual practice of salah, forces us to focus on where the direction, where is the temple of Abraham? Where is the direction of the Qibla? When you, if you were blessed to do Umrah, I was, alhamdulillah, this past December, it's so nice to look at the, the Kaaba when you're praying. The thing that you see, you imagine in the distance, you can see it. And now the way they built the hotel is like literally they have prayer rooms in the hotel that is considered inside the haram where you, and they beam in the salah where for people who can't make it to the salah, they can pray in the prayer room with direct view of the Kaaba. That's your that's the focal point. And if you look at the entire world, 
they are concentric circles around the temple of Abraham. If you you can if we can zoom out and take a look at everyone praying, you can see that it that the focal point is the Kaaba, the temple of Abraham, alayhi salam, upon him be peace, with concentric circles of people praying to God around it. Why? The human being needs focus. That is a gift from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's a gift from God to give us focus in our life. That it's not just whatever you want. Even though Allah is not confined to any one place. Hashalillah. Allah is not confined by time and space. And He makes us face toward the temple of Abraham to pray five times a day. Five times a day. Why? Because we, we need that focus. We need to stop what we're doing. And you know what? When I was in college, I had a friend of mine, he's devout Catholic, he told me, Hisham, I, I admire you. And I'm not blagging. That's the way he told me. Five times a day, you stop everything that you're doing and you pray. That's something that people admire in us, right? Sadly, more, many of most of us struggle with it, the five daily prayers. And it's, and it's just important to, to figure what is, there's the physical qibla is giving us physical focus. Now let's reflect more. Then what's the physical, that's the spiritual qibla. The spiritual qibla is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ayyuhal insan, innaka kadihun ila rabbika kadhan famulaqi. You are going back to your Allah, your Lord, and you're, going to, and you're going to meet him. Whether you like it or not, whether you want to or not. The choice is the human beings. Will the human being walk or come back to Allah willingly? Or will he or she be dragged there? Either way, we are going back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is the that is the way of the world, that is the way of life. So just like we have a physical qibla, a qibla, a, a physical spot on the earth where it, it gives us focus and it and it makes us face the temple of Abraham alayhi salam upon him be peace. Our spiritual focus is the Rabb of that bait, the master and the sustainer of that house. Allah says in Surah Al-Quraysh, So then let them worship the Lord of this house, of this temple, right? So the, the physical qibla is a signal, is a sign, because human beings like it or not. Because you just say, oh, Allah is up there. We always get it wrong. That's why Allah sent prophets. He sent prophets because we always get it wrong. We have a prophet and then we end up worshiping that prophet. It's happened with Jesus alayhi salam. You know, there, there was a very funny story. Um, there were two gods, there's a god and goddess and before the prophet called Isaf and Na'ila. Okay? The, the story is, is unbelievable. Isaf and Na'ila were a man and a woman from two different tribes who were in love. But their families refused to let them get married because they had issues with the tribe, like a Romeo and Juliet. So they agreed to meet in the Hajj. And they met at the Kaaba. And they committed zina in the Haram. <laughs> and Allah Azza wa Jal turned them into stone because of the gravity of that sin in the holiest place on earth. So what they did was they took Isaf and put one of them on a safa. And if you've been to the Haram, that little hillock, 
Safa, and they put one or the other on Al Marwa as a warning. This is what happens when you do something like this. Over time, people forgot. So Amr ibn Luhay, La'anahullah, Amr ibn Luhay, who brought idolatry to the Arabian Peninsula, said, let's bring them down and start worshipping them. <laughs> and it was funny, when Abu Dharr ibn Ghifari, Abu Dharr, one of the companions of the Prophet, he wanted to meet the Messenger, and it was so bad that if you just mention Muhammad's name, they beat you up. So he said, can I, can I, I'd like to meet this man Muhammad, and they beat, and they beat him up. It's just complete, it was dead. It was just before the Hijrah to Medina. So he found two, you know, slave girls. And he said, do you know where this man Muhammad is? Salam, and they go, what are you going to do with Muhammad? Are you going to leave, leave Isaf and Nailah and worship something else? And he's like, weren't they nothing but fornicators? And they started screaming. Oh my God, I can't believe you said that about our gods. And they started running. And so the Prophet and Abu Bakr were walking, and these, these girls are hysterical. What, what happened? This guy is, he, he reviled our, our, our gods. And the Prophet was like, Who is he? I want to meet him. <laughs> and then he went and he met up with Abu Dhar al-Ghifari. That's how he met Abu, Abu, Abu Dhar al-Ghifari. So it's just interesting how the human beings get it wrong. We have a Prophet, and then we end up worshiping the Prophet. Allahu A'lam. Some people mention Dhil Kifl in the Quran may be the Buddha. Allahu A'lam. Zoroaster, Zarathustra, right? Allahu Akbar. God knows. Maybe he was a prophet and they started worshipping him. So it's like human beings get it wrong. That's why we have to have prophets to keep us on the path, to show us the way because we get it wrong. We do it to ourselves. We come up with our own brilliant ideas that, are, that, that deviate from the path. That is the lot of the human being. And there's a gift we talked about during Christmas. The birth of a prophet is a tremendous gift of God. Because now that is, it, it, and, and, and that's why humans feel the, the need to celebrate it. Well, I'm not talking about the, the legality or was right or wrong. The point is the gift, of, the gift of a prophet is such a tremendous gift. The birth of a prophet is such a tremendous gift because now that person is guiding us, showing us the way, showing us as a human being like us, the way. And the qibla is a, physical manifestation of the direction we're supposed to pray, but then it's pointing to the, the direction of where we're supposed to be going. Salat al-Mustaqim, which is on the way back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Quran says, وَمَنْ جَاهَدَ فِينَا هَدَيْنَاهُ سُبُولَنَا Whoever struggles in us, for us, we will guide him to our paths. That, again, the, the direction. So the, the, the qibla, Allah is saying, أَفَأَيْنَ تَذْهَبُونَ We see it. We see it manifested. We see it manifested all the time. Where are you going? What are you doing? The qibla helps us show us by five times a day we look, we make sure I'm facing the right direction. Not because God is only there, billah. no. It's because I, as a human being, need focus. And then it points to the رَبَّ هَذَا الْبَيْتِ The Lord of that temple to remind me where I'm going, that I should always turn my face towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and make my direction back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أقول قضي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم كل ذنب عظيم توبوا إلى الله إن الله يحب التوابين ويحب المتطهرين واستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم.
الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومولاه أما بعد. Our praise and dues, our praise and thanks is due to Allah subhanahu wa taala, and all peace and blessings be upon the Messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم upon him be peace and his family and his companions and the Muslims everywhere. And now, yes, we have a qibla, we have a direction of prayer, and it matters, right? If if we can't, sometimes we can't face the direction of the qibla for whatever reason. But if we if we are able to face the qibla, we're supposed to face the qibla. It doesn't matter where we are, right? And again, it's concentric circles around the temple of Abraham, alayhi salam, upon him be peace. Um, it's 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 important. I'm not trying to minimize that. At the same time, our our Dean, our Lord is beautiful. It is the middle way. It is the middle path because Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, an qibla al True righteousness, true righteousness is not just turning your faces east and west. Because when they changed the Qibla, it was a big deal, it was a big scandal. Especially the uh, Bani Israel, the sons of Israel in Medina, like, what, oh my God, what happened? What about all the, what about all the old prayers? They, are, they all don't count now? They were trying to rattle the, the believers. And Allah is telling them, first of all, you're in God's, for lack of a better word, you're in God's bank. God's got everything that you've ever done. He'll never let it go away. You don't have to worry about the good deeds that you've done. They're guaranteed, they're in the bank. They're guaranteed. And multiplied by 10 minimum. Okay? So don't worry. Worry about the sin. <laughs> don't worry about the good deed. The good deed's done. Worry about how you're going to fix your spiritual liabilities, I like to call them, to maximize our spiritual net worth. Don't worry about that. And righteousness is not turning your faces east and west. Righteousness is not just turning your faces east and west. Rather, true righteousness is the one who believes in God and the last day. And the angels, and the book, and the prophets, and gave, and gave out of money, even though he loves it, to relatives, and orphans, and the poor, and the traveler, and those who ask, and the slave, the slave of al-riqab, and established the prayer, and paid the alms, when they make a promise, they keep their promise, they're people of their word, and those who are patient in difficulty, and at the moment of difficulty, may Allah protect us and give us afiyah, it's very, very hard, these are the ones who are truth who are truthful. And they are the ones who are conscious of God. So the sometimes we go to the other extreme where we focus on the minutian detail, I mean the detail, the minutia, and lose the bigger picture. Like, you know, what's the point of following the Sunnah if you're cheating your your customer, if you're a, if you're a merchant? And you have a beard down to the, your belly button and you cheat your customer. <laughs> the Prophet ﷺ would never have cheated his customer. You know, right? 
that's where we go to the, the extreme. Well, Allah is telling us the direction of the Qibla is important and don't lose sight of the fact of the bigger picture. Righteousness is belief and action, establishing the prayer, spending out of our money, do, um, um, doing, doing what's right, right? Being true to your word, not being liars. I remember the hadith of the Messenger when he said, a believer can be a coward, a believer can be a miser, but a believer cannot be a liar. A believer cannot be a liar. So, at the, as important as the Qibla is, physically, pointing towards the Temple of Abraham, Allah is also reminding us not to lose sight of the bigger picture. Right? That righteousness is ritual practice and getting it right, and more importantly, our character. How we treat others, how we are, how we manifest that, 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 that belief. Um, that is as important because we tend to also get into the into the into the minutia. Oh my God, your your pants are a little too long, or you're not wearing the right type of sock, or whatever it is. Right? One time, the messenger Sassan, he said, you know, make make Hajj, and then someone asked him every year, and he didn't and he didn't answer. So then he said every year, another man he he didn't answer, and he said every year, and he didn't, and he finally said, had I said yes, you would not be able to do it. And when the prophet is silent about something, just let it go. Let it go. That's the whole point of, this, of the story of the, of the Baqarah. When someone killed his uncle for his inheritance, and they went to Musa, السلام, he said, slaughter a cow. And you know what they said to him? They said, are you, are you making fun of us? <laughs> and he's like, A'udhu billahi He got angry. I, I, that was their response. Are you making fun of us? So then he says, tell us, tell us what kind of cow. So then Allah made it harder. Before it was any cow, man, doesn't matter. And Allah said, yellow cow. Okay. Then I said, what kind of yellow cow? No, first I said, what kind of cow? Said, no, it was a cow that, that's without blemish. And then he said, do what you're commanded. And then I said, okay, what color is it? Then Allah says, one without blemish and yellow. Then I said, what kind of cow? We we we've a lot of cows. So then he says, one that's yellow without blemish and not too old and not too young that doesn't till the field. And they said, oh, now we see. Look at the response to arrogance from us and Allah makes it hard. Allah said, any cow. But when we're, when we're arrogant with God, then God says, okay, fine. Allah does not suffer any arrogance to rival before him. So, so we have to, that's our people. We're the middle path. The ritual is important. The way is important, the direction is important, and never lose sight of what's really important is how we conduct ourselves with Allah, ritual worship, and how we conduct ourselves with His creation. Because as Imam Ali said, people are of two times. They are either your brothers in faith or your equals in humanity. And so how we treat them matters. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to be the best believers possible. Allah, Allah give us the strength to rise above our weaknesses as human beings to be the best believers possible, best neighbors possible, best, best clinicians possible, physicians possible, uh, healthcare professional possible, uh, fathers and sisters and, and brothers and sons and, and, uh, and, and uh, neighbors, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, allow us to be among those when we are seen, you are remembered. Ya Allah, let the light of your guidance show, show through us so people can feel and hear it, uh, see it, and feel it, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Rabbina atina fi dunya hasana, wa fil akhirati hasana, wa qina adha bin nar. 
ربنا لا تزق قلوبنا بعد ذلك ديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب اللهم اغفر لنا ذنوبنا وكفر عنا سيئاتنا وتوفنا مع الأبرار وأجلنا من النار يا عزيز يا غفار وادخلنا في الدوس الأعلى وحشنا مع النبيين والصديقين والشهداء وصالحين وحسن أولئك رفيقة عباد الله إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإتاء القربة وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون أذكر الله يذكركم واشكروه يزدكم واستغفروه يقفر لكم وأقم الصلاة